Welcome to Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse, where we openly discuss mental health as practicing nurses and the reality of what it means in healthcare. We are your lovely hosts. My name is Carly. And I'm Ashley. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse. Ashley and I are back for our series wrap-up, and hopefully y'all followed along with us as we both tried out Reiki. So we also had the opportunity to interview three unique, very awesome, very interesting people who shared their journeys with us. Yeah, and um, just a little recap. You guys can go check out the episodes if you want for each specific person. But we had Laura Simpellin. So she was a level one Reiki certified travel nurse. We had Pamela Miles, who is a Reiki master and trainer. And she also authored her own book titled Reiki, A Comprehensive Guide. And then Laura Elliott, who was an LA-based healer, teacher, acupuncturist, and she is an integrative health expert and also a Reiki master. So we are very blessed this season. Yes, because we were. Cool chicks, if I do say so we myself. Were. Yeah. So Ash, how are you feeling right now? I guess, well, we can kind of start from the beginning and kind of recap. I know people can listen to our first episode about how we were feeling, but if you remember, where were you kind of sitting before we started this journey? Um, I was actually, I, I so I was kind of in like a weird little transitional spot. Um, and I was, I was actually really excited to do this Reiki session because I had done one before. Mm-hmm. And this one I was just excited to do because it was kind of at a like opportune time. Um, and so when I did it, I actually did, I did feel so much better after I got out of it. And like I walked in and this, she was so amazing. And she's asking me questions about just like what's going on in my life, what I'm going through. And I wasn't necessarily going through anything and I kind of like felt okay. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, I feel okay. Like I really feel okay. I just like didn't. She's like, honey, why are you here? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what she's doing. She's like, okay, okay. You feel fine. Why are you here? What are you doing here? So we (laughs) we literally went through that. And um, we, after the session, I just like, I felt so much better. And it was, it it, it was really cool because I didn't necessarily have anything specific on my mind when I went and she just, she was so warm and welcoming and it was, I had a really good time. Tell me. Some people have that presence and like that's the presence that For sh- I want to have. Exactly. She did. She like as soon as I walked in, she like she lived in o- Ocean Beach in San Diego, which if anyone knows, Ocean Beach is like such a like open, I don't hippie. I mean, it's open and just like free vibe yeah 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 and it like for me it feels really good it it has a reputation of being a little grungy but when you really go and like experience ocean beach it just is like I I love it so much it's just free and so she lived there and it just made so much sense because she was like yeah this is my address just like come in whenever you get here and I was like come in like just open your door like my sister just like walk into your house and she was a bouncer I exactly but she just was so warm and welcoming and immediately I felt so good in her presence like she did she did have that energy calming Mm -hmm. she did I I felt so calm and good now did you have like like pre what's the word like connotations about 
this experience that she had. If you guys want to listen, um, Ashley talks about her first experience in our first episode of Reiki. But I know you had such like a like integral experience when you yeah. first went to Reiki. So were you thinking like, oh my gosh, I want this to be kind of the same thing? Or what were your thoughts beforehand? Yeah, that's a, no, that's like that's a very good question because I did have one episode not one episode one session I had one session of Reiki um previously probably like a year and a half ago and I had no idea I literally went to my I went to my hometown to hang out with my dad and we live in a small town Texarkana Texas and it was very interesting yeah because my dad asked me and my little brother we were we were both there he asked if we wanted to go do this Reiki session and I was like that was the first time I had ever heard about Reiki and being Mm -hmm. in Texas or Canada it's like it just was crazy because it doesn't they don't really match you know you hear you hear about these things through you know people like your friends that are very experienced with other stuff so Mm -hmm. I was I didn't know what he was talking about and but for my dad to ask me to do something I like that I was like oh my god yeah sure I'll do whatever I think that's Mm -hmm. super cool you're open to something that I don't know about so I was like heck yeah like you're teaching me I will absolutely do whatever you're asking me to do and so he set up a session for him and my brother and I and him and my brother did their session before me and then I came in after And it was actually one of the most spiritual experiences I have ever felt, which was kind of surprising to me because, you know, we're in the small town that I grew up in. There's not really a lot of access to that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. There's not a lot of people that feel this way and that are open to this stuff. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I, I always want to be open to anything, at least to try it. Like if you close your mind off, you never know what you're going to miss. Yeah. You won't experience as much. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll try it. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Didn't even look it up, but I, yeah, sure. Dad, I'll go. So I met him up or I met, I met up with them after their session and um, her name was Colleen. She was super cool. She was just at her house. And we talked about kind of what was going to happen beforehand. And I was like, cool, totally open. I'm open to whatever you're going to do. And when we went into the session, it just was so, that session was so powerful. I it kind of changed my life in a way. Like it was her and her friend. There were two of them like performing Reiki on me. If that's. Oh, I didn't know two people could do it at the same time. I, well, I didn't either, but I also didn't know anything about it. So. <laughs> All right, Rad, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> two for one. But it was, uh, there were two girls performing this on me and it was so powerful. And I got into this state where I just saw this like bright white light and I felt so good. Like I just felt completely free of anything in my life. I just saw this bright white light and it was like, it felt like bliss. Like that's the, that's the best way I can describe it. And I almost, it it was like my soul left my body for a while Mm -hmm. and it was just like cleansed. Yeah. And it was, it was amazing. And whenever we finished, I was, you know, we're talking about what they saw and they were like, honestly, we just saw this bright white light. We couldn't really see anything, but it felt like so powerful. And they were describing how 
they felt kind of the same way. So it was just super interesting that that energy was like felt throughout all three of us. And then. So interesting that they all picked up on it and it was happening within you. Yeah. Yeah. And so after, yeah, just talking about it, they were like, wow, this was, it it felt powerful to all three of us, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely felt very, I like cleansed of any negative energy that was hanging on to me and it it was like it was really amazing so that was the first time I heard about Reiki and I was like wow okay Reiki is cool okay also I'm like I'm in Texarkana like Reiki like if Reiki is this good in a small town mm-hmm. Reiki has to be so amazing sure. like anywhere I was like okay this is so cool and I was like dad you are so cool for introducing this to me. Thank you so much. It was amazing. And then we come back to, well, then I come back to San Diego and then this became a topic for us to talk about. And I was like, Oh my God, Reiki. Like I did it one time, you know, it's not, it's not like yeah. that, that I'm experienced in it, but I did it that one time and I was super, super excited to do it again because I had such a positive experience with it. So yeah, my second mm. my second experience was also You're like already at kind of like this all-time high where you're like, okay. Yeah. I've done it once. I had such a good experience. I wonder what is going to happen this time. Yeah, like why wouldn't you ever you, like you would want to do it every every mm-hmm. day if you feel, you know, the feeling you're just in a like just bliss. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it feels so good. So, of course you want to try to do like what you can to get back to that place, but a lot of it obviously is mentality and where you are at in your life and sometimes it's hard it's hard for us to get to that point because of what we have going on in our lives, things, stressors, everything. That make so it. the Reiki master that you met was she? Did she? Sorry to interrupt you. No. Um, did she? When she was asking you all these questions, do you think she noticed something different about you? Did she notice that you were open from before, or things were different? Like the second, the second time I went. Yeah. I went, she okay. So she she was super cool. Um, I walked in and she just started asking me questions about my life, like what's going on in your life. And honestly, whenever I went, I wasn't. I just was like, oh, I'm cool. Like, I'm not really like thinking about like anything going on in my life right now. Everything's fine. I'm going to go to this session and it'll just feel good. Like, that's Mm -hmm. really the extent of my thought. And so I go and she's asking me questions about just like, are there, are there any stressors in your life? Like, is there anything going on? Um, What can we kind of clear from your, what, what bad energy can we clear from you is mm-hmm. kind of that's how it felt, which was really cool. Cause she, she was really good at just discussion and talking about those things. But in the moment I didn't have necessarily, I don't think I was tuned in enough to myself really. Um, Cause I was like, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. But there were like a couple things like in the back of my mind that I just, I had like briefly thought about, but I didn't really discuss And what was so funny was that they were really kind of insignificant things. And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. Everything's fine. Great. And when we did our session, she comes out and she pointed out the things that were in the back of my mind, hardcore. And I was like, there's no way. How did you do that? (laughs) How did you do that? And she 
felt she, you know, it's obviously I am not a Reiki master. I don't know how to perform it. However, these people know how to read your chakras and go down your body and see what is going on. And I fully believe that now because Mm -hmm. she called, she called me out so hard. She called called me out so hard. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what did she say? Like, so my, like, okay, I'm going to get this wrong. Nobody who's very spiritual, get mad at me. My knee, my knee chakras, that's not what they're called, but she was like, your knees are closed off and your left. She said, one side is your feminine side. One side is your masculine side, which I did not know. But she was like, you are afraid you're like closed off to receiving love. And that is so, that's so true. Like I'm very independent. I don't, I don't accept love from people very well because I'm always just like, are you sure? Yeah. But like, are you Mm -hmm. sure? You just like pretending like, I don't know. I don't trust you. Like, I don't know. I I got myself. Yeah. But she said that and it just like was so eye opening to me. And I just thought, wow, okay, you're you're calling me out so hard and I haven't I haven't even done anything to you, so why is it like this right now? Okay. But Yeah. <laughs> but I just met you. Yeah, no, but it it everything she said just felt so accurate and real and um the second session the second session just like was more of a discussion thing than a feeling. The first, the first session was such a feeling in my body that I, mm-hmm. I don't know I, that will ever repeat. Hopefully it does. Cause it felt really good. But then the second session, we just talked more about things and she's like, your throat chakra is closed. You're not talking about things and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And it's, it just kind of makes you think about, well, what am I doing in my life that I could be doing differently or that I could be doing better or that I could help myself out more with, you know, and it's, it's always good to be called out on things like that because we can always better ourselves. We can always change little habits in our life and those things end up affecting our mental health a hundred percent. So yeah, they do. And so if you can like do these little bitty changes in your life to help yourself feel better every day like why not like we should definitely do that well so grounding too because it's so easy to move through life especially as nurses and in healthcare where you just feel like almost and this sounds morbid maybe but you feel such like a zombie yeah where sometimes. you just show up to work I'm here 12 yeah. hours go home eat sleep next or, go back you know, go yeah. back let's keep going right and it's so it is it's good to point out those things and understand that hey wait wait I have there's more to me than like just physical or mental or spiritual like it all makes up one person for sure yeah so that was yeah that was that was that was cool just to experience and um kind of feel in that way that we don't necessarily talk about very often or admit very often you know because she called me out and you can easily just be like oh whatever you're wrong I'm not going to listen to you. And then, or you could be like, wow, actually you called me out on something that I need to work on and I I need to be aware of. And this, thank you. And you're just like, thank you because it's, it's hard to call people out on things that they're doing because 
you know, you go through, then they feel attacked or whatever. But I think we all need to also be open on how we can better ourselves and how you can have like constructive conversations about how you can just open up and be better because we can, everyone can always be better. And Mm -hmm. that's a good thing to know. I think it's always easier too when it is a stranger telling you things, which sounds weird. But you know, when you have a friend come up to you and be like, hey girl, like you're being kind of sassy or something like I've noticed this about you, whatever, you almost get defensive because you're like, wait, you care about me. I care about you. Why are you saying these things about me? Yeah. But when you have a stranger say it, you kind of like step back and look at yourself and think, oh shoot, like maybe they're maybe they're coming from somewhere that, you know, that's serious because yeah, strangers, for sure. first impression, whatever, they're seeing this. And so I, I it's interesting that you say that because that's yeah. how I've always been. Like if it's someone that I know, I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, you think that about me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard, well, it's, hard, it's harder to tell people you love things that are not bad, but just things that you want to work on. or crit- Criticism. Criticism is hard with people you love it is very difficult because you love these people and you don't want to tell them you don't want to give them criticism but if it's a stranger it's honestly it's just so much easier because you are you're like I don't know who you are I don't know you at all but this is what I see how I feel and it's also like for me I receive criticism from strangers I mean I I receive criticism from everyone I try to like take it in and like be like okay someone said this what does it mean? Can I fix, can I change this? Can I work on this? What can I do? However, when you do receive it from a stranger, it's like, oh, wow. Like this person doesn't even know me, know who I am. Mm -hmm. And this is how they receive me. I need to work on that. Which is, I think that's very powerful. Definitely causes more self-reflection for sure. Oh, for sure. So that's like, that's how that Ricky session went. And also her name is Tara. And she works with energetic wellness. She is an OB. She was phenomenal. I I really, I recommended her. I told her I would talk to Sh- Shane and our founder about her. She was, she was really amazing. And it just felt, she felt like home and she made me feel, uh-huh. yeah, it, it felt really good because of course you can go to someone's business, which usually Reiki is more of a spiritual thing. So it's mm-hmm. kind of probably more focused in people's homes and, places that feel just very comfortable versus business like settings. Um, and that's how, that's how hers was, but I actually really felt so good and comfortable with her. And after our Mm -hmm. session, after our session, we ended up just hanging out and talking for like an hour. We talked about all kinds of spiritual things and she was phenomenal. So if anyone in San Diego wants to get Reiki, her name is Tara with Energetic Wellness, and I, I highly recommend her. She knows what she's doing and is very good at reading energies and, you know, just talking about what you can work on in your life. Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad you had a good experience because yeah. I... Yeah. Let's talk about yours. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about it. Okay. Okay. So how did so... this go? I would say, and we know this, especially our listeners, if you've been following, but I, I would say I'm not as spiritual as you. That's okay. That's okay. I wish I was. I'm very open-minded. I have no issues with talking about it or like diving into it and exploring things, whatever, into it. But when I, I really didn't know what to expect because I mean, I learned from our interviewees and 
everything, but I still had some, okay, what am I really going to get out of this? Because a lot of my favorite stress anxiety relief things involve more physical, like more physical exercise, not a lot of mental stuff. Yeah. And so I was thinking, okay, well, what am I going to get out of this? I got to try to make the most of it. So I'll paint the scene. So I, I believe they're called Huntington Beach. It's called, it's called Huntington Beach Reiki. Um, it kind of was like this, like office building. So it's, it's fine. But when I walked in, I was like, it's just me and this bell. I'm here. But then I was waiting and then the girl that was there before me getting her session, she left and she just looks so relaxed. And I remember thinking, okay. Wow. Can that be me? <laughs> yes. Can that be me? I need yeah. to be that girl. Okay. This is great. We're already starting off on the right foot. So I walk in, um, her name's Christine. She's mm-hmm. wearing like a long flowy skirt, long hair. What I would assume wow. the ultimate boho girl to look like. Sure. Yeah. Which I love that style. And I'm thinking, okay, great. I'm already feeling the vibes. Like you said she had this very calming very nurturing like almost maternal presence that I think like part of me was very drawn to yeah we'll get to that totally. later when we go into my trauma but um <laughs> understood like, understood, understood I was very like oh okay I like you so we sat down and I told her and I think she knew because I was a beginner but I went on to tell her it's my first session I really don't know what to expect and she went through everything like you said she asked me okay, where are you kind of at right now? What do you, what do you want to get out of this? What can I help you with? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And at that point, um, I've, I've been kind of on this like plateau of I'm stressed, but I'm not, but I'm tolerating it. Well, I'm not, I'm like in my normal stress zone. I'm not anywhere that I'm overstressed and I'm not, yeah. Let's talk, super let's cool like, as a cucumber. I'm like right in between. Okay. I'm tol- I, I can do this for a while. We're good. I think um, a lot of us know exactly what that feels like, and yeah. it's not fun all the. It's not fun. So it's not fun for long periods of time. Your body will yeah. start to tell you, like, "Girl, what, what are we doing here?" Right, right. So I, so we started. So she's like, "Take your shoes off. We're gonna go in this room. This is what's gonna happen." And for those who haven't done Reiki, if you want to try it, I'll explain to you. I don't give it all away because it is a good experience, but. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> let me sip on my wine. Cheers, yeah. Ashley. Cheers. I'm also drinking wine cab from Grocery oh, Outlet. Too, girl. From grocery oh. Outlet. Mine's have... uh, Trader Joe's. Okay. Well, I Last love. Week. We all stay in Trader <laughs> Joe's, but Grocery Outlet had a 20% off on their um, wine. And so I like, why not buy a case? So love that's that what for you. So we did. It's great. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Thank you most of my best. Great. So uh, I took my shoes off. We went inside. It looked like a massage room. There was a massage bed. Yeah. Tapestries. There were like very scenic lighting. It was cozy. relaxing. Yes, very oh, cozy. cozy. It felt warm in there. Um, and she explained to me beforehand that there would be some crystals involved. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Very like spa music almost, I guess I would uh-huh. describe it as zen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she said, lay face up first. And she put some crystals on my abdomen. I think, where else did she put them? Maybe my legs or something. But I remember, I first of all, I did not feel tired when I got in there. I was like, oh, I'm ready for this. I'm so excited. I want to relax, but mm-hmm. not, you know, go, go to, to a sleep. different place. And but then I, you went to sleep. I literally, <laughs> like 10 minutes in, I think. All I remember is getting wow. on the table, 
she was telling me a story. She said, you know, look, just imagine you're walking along this path and there's this river and you hear oh the sound God, of wow. the river, you feel the wind. And she was putting me in this mindset. And I am such an imaginative person. That's I love amazing. sci-fi and fantasy so, and I love reading. So my brain was there. I was walking. I could feel That's, the breeze. Yeah. I was in this like dream mode without actually dreaming yet. And then... I somehow fell asleep because the next thing I remember, she was like, okay, honey, you can turn oh, over. Oh, no. And you're like, dang it. I <laughs> missed like, the whole thing. Something. Oh, no. But then I guess she did tell me, and I'll get to it, but she did tell me that falling asleep is actually a very good thing because it lets you heal even better. It, gets her, it lets her do what she needs to do almost better because you're not in your headset as much as you would be if you were active and you know knowing wow. what's going on. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, I don't know if you're just telling me that, but thank you. I feel validated. <laughs> no, that, that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense because it means you're like, you are so comfortable in that moment that you... Because falling asleep is letting go of all of your comfort. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you can't fall asleep if you're in a weird situation or if you don't feel comfortable or whatever. I must trust her because I was. Yeah. No, but that's, (laughs) I feel if that were me, I would, that would be a compliment to me, but it would also, I, I feel like I can see what she's saying of like, that's where she can do her best work if you are asleep. Because also I feel like things that happen in our sleep, you know, you're not really, you're not like subconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Subconscious. But a lot of what we do in our adult lives comes from our subconscious as a child. So mm-hmm. a lot of these things were molded or formed or learned uh, into our subconscious as a child. And then we grow up and we, so it's like you do these things and sometimes we're like, wait, why do, why do we think this way? And then if you really get back into why you really think that way. And you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. it's because I I was, I was bred to be this way. Like my parents taught me this, or I learned this in my environment. I learned this at school as a child and it just is in the back of my head, but I don't really feel this way. I just learned it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then when you, when you come to realize those things and you can break that, it is so freeing and amazing and wonderful because I, I grew up in such a, I grew up in a really small town that just kind of taught me things that I'd never really agreed with mm-hmm. at all. And basically moving to San Diego, like most of my friends here are they're they're interracial, they're LGBTQ, they are they're not just straight white people like I am. Mm-hmm. And they have taught me so Diversity is huge it's, it, it, it is. And it's, um, it's incredible. And it's amazing. And these people are wonderful and amazing. And it, it just is like, why, why can't we teach love to our, like, why are, why can't we teach love to our kids? And everyone is beautiful and every, like love everything. I, There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong. Yeah. And I think that's what I felt too. When I met her, I was like, you are so already accepting. I don't even know you. I don't even know if you know my name, but here we are. <laughs> okay. And we're about to go in this dark room together. And yet there was a part of me that obviously felt comfortable enough in that moment to fall asleep. Yeah. That's what sure. I kept on remembering. I was like, oh my exactly. gosh, like I am. And I'm, if you know me my boyfriend will make fun of me. I am a very anal sleeper. Like I have to. You just have, have to be comfy. Yes. Yeah. I have to have earplugs and a fan and everything and I and that's one thing I hate about myself but so in that moment I was thinking dang like this is she got me to a place where I was very zen and then so when she told me to turn over 
I had this nice, I was like, thank you, girl. She gave me this nice like neck massage. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. It was like a little tiny one. And then she brought out the sound, like the instruments. So I oh she told me wow. this would happen. Yeah. And at first, I'll be honest, the maybe I don't want to say immature side of me, but this other side of me was like, this is kind of weird as hell. I'm not going to lie. Like she did the whole like, mm, like the okay. instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. You can I don't know what it's called, but then she did the drum and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I love a good percussion. So I don't know what it was. And she put it right by me. She went around me with the drum and the vibrations of the drum. I swear went right to my core. <gasps> That's and so I cool. was, Yeah. And then when she stopped, I was like, you're like, can you keep going? Please stop. Start again. Yeah. And it just felt so cleansing. And she goes, okay, take your time. And so we go out there. And I, my eyes are like, what just happened? <laughs> and you're like, I'm actually not ready to get up this. this right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so we talked about everything and she went through my chakras and she told me kind of, it's interesting you say that because she told me kind of the opposite. She said, okay, I want to start, you know, with the good. You have a really good throat chakra. You're good at communicating. I'm sure that comes from nursing or you know just being outgoing and mm-hmm. I'm like oh, that's great I'm a Gemini so okay yes. okay um, okay yeah 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 but she did say she said my solar plexus is good which I don't even remember like what that really is but it's more it's towards the heart chakra I think it's more towards the middle she said you're very confident in who you are and you you I don't know you know who you are and that's that's stagnant that's that's great Mm-hmm. But she did tell me my root chakra, which is at the very bottom. It makes sense. She, she said, imagine, you know, the roots of a tree and your roots, you, they're grounded. You, like she said, you know who you are, but you have a lot of, I don't know. I don't forget how she worded it, but she basically was saying I could use some work on my root chakras. And it was interesting because I asked her, okay, what, you know, what does that all entail and how mm-hmm. can I work on that, et cetera. And she said, well, not only can we work on that if you continue, but another thing is this, your root chakra forms in the first seven years of your life. And so oh. I, I was like, how did you know my parents were divorced? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, it, I was and like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, so you must have had something happen in your childhood or something like that maybe, you know, made your roots. And I was like, how, okay. How well, did you know? <laughs> yeah, right. In my head, I'm like, okay, my parents got divorced and I was three and I'm an open book. So I told her that. For sure, like, for sure. She goes, okay, well, that makes sense. And then, she, yep. so you were talked about the whole masculine and feminine sides. And I think the left side is feminine, right side is masculine. Cause she told me that my left side needed some work and that I'm very, I'm more masculine centered. And I told her my mom is a very strong, independent, like badass woman. And she's mm-hmm. always raised us. Like you don't need a man. Like you. Can oh do yes. Yeah. Yes, very yes, alpha yes, female, yes. but very, you yep. know, she taught me just yep. like do what you got to do. And so I told yep. her, and it's just so weird. She said that because my left side during most of it was tingling. Like the whole time my feminine side, I guess, was tingling. And so she was telling me oh that gosh. that probably means that I'm trying to like dying over there. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's crazy. I, had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. You say that. Like, how did you read my mind? Because my whole left side was very numb, like numb and tingling in a good way, but just like a, what the heck is happening over there? Um, and not my right side. And so she was basically telling me that you, you suppress a lot of your feminine side because that's just like how you were raised and that's probably who you are, but it's there. Oh my God. It, wow. it, it's not as, it's just dormant. It's not as crazy as your masculine side. I was like, what? <laughs> that's wild. My, like literally my girl, she's a, a, a Tara. She said the same thing to me. Oh, look at us. It's so crazy, but 
Oh, wait. Your ma- you said your masculine side was more dominant, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, same. I grew up with – my parents were married, but my dad was the, like, dominant parent – not dominant, but he was the parent that did everything for me. Right. Um, my mom and I didn't have, like, the, a good relationship at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad was amazing, and he always taught me to be – strong, independent. You don't need anybody. You can be completely dependent on your own. And I think he taught me a little too hard because sometimes I just a little independent. Mm -hmm. I I am. And that's some, that's something that I am working on in my adult life now is to try to like back off a little bit and accept love, accept help, accept Uh yeah from people that just like your friends, when your friends want to help you and you're like, no, I can do it by myself. Yeah, I'm you're like, so good. I'm just crying in the break room, but I'm like, I'm so fine. <laughs> exactly. But you're like, no, you're like, this is your friend. Like, let them help you. So that is, that's definitely something I've been working on in my adult life. Um, but I grew up with my dad and my two brothers. So I grew up mm-hmm. very masculine. A lot of testosterone learned. in that house, Ash. For sure. Growing up, how to learn, like learning how to like change tires on a car and learning how to you know, do just like uh, typically masculine things. My dad would just teach me. He's like, you need to know how to do this on your own. You don't need anybody to do this for you. And so growing up that like was so like drilled into my brain that Mm -hmm. now as an adult, I do have a hard time accepting help from people or letting people do things for me. Cause I'm like, no, I can do it by myself. But then it's like, okay, well, are you like, trying are you cooler because you can do it by yourself Ashley right. or can you just like let someone help you <laughs> yeah there's a fine balance it's there fun. is but I, I sub- agree my dad yeah. is the same way I, I grew up playing football and like baseball and climbing trees and fishing and all these more quote-unquote back in the day masculine things and so I love that yeah it's good now because it all morphed you know oh, that's a, not a bad quality that's not bad at all it's I think that's something that yeah. I learned but it is interesting. Right. But it's like these things are drilled. Like when it's drilled into your subconscious as a child, sometimes you don't understand or realize how they affect you as an adult. And then, then all of a sudden you're an adult and you're like, why am I like this? Like, why am I? Cause I've gone through this with myself of like, why am I so independent? If I start dating somebody, I become so independent and I, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm like, I don't need your help. I don't need you to do anything for me. I don't need you to do this. And then I'm like, Ashley, why are you, why are you doing this? Like they are trying to be nice. They're not trying right. to, they're not trying to, imp- yeah, they're not trying to impede on your independence. They're just trying to like be, they're just <laughs> trying to be nice. Yeah. Like quit being so defensive. And so that is definitely something I'm working on, but it, it also, it just comes so naturally to me, but it's because it was like it's so deep into my subconscious that that is what I know, but that's something mm-hmm. that I need to, you know, try to alter and work on throughout just in general. So do you bring that into work? Because one of my first evaluations with my boss, when I first started, it's been like three, four years now, but when I started, my boss was like, Hey, you are so great at what you do, but you need to start delegating more because you take on, I'm not saying you're doing it wrong, but you like to do a little too much. You can delegate to the, you know, the patient care techs and let them help you. And and in my head, I told her, I said, well, they're my patients and I know them better. (laughs) Yeah. This thing where she goes, there's a resource nurse for a reason, Carly. And I'm sitting there going, 
but they're my patients and I know them and I don't have to explain to another nurse like what they're doing what's their you know if they're septic like all these things and so that's interesting ask you do you feel like you're that same way at work because it's something I'm learning and I'm better at now and I definitely delegate more than I did before but and you have to because nursing's so hard (laughs) you have to multitask by yourself you're not an octopus but like I literally (laughs) it's something that I've struggled with during my time as a nurse a hundred percent like one hundred percent like all the time the other day I actually this was my so this is my first week as a staff nurse at the hospital that I'm working at now yay Yay! I know it's crazy I've been travel nursing for so long so now I'm a staff nurse it's my first week off of orientation and I get a kid that is like not that sick, but she, she progressively gets sick through the days I'm taking care of her to, to be really sick. Mm -hmm. And so she's really sick and I need help. Like I need help. I need help the whole time. Like we're hanging fluids, we're hanging drips, we're doing labs, we're doing Q1 hour blood sugars. Like we're doing so much. I need help. I, there's no way that I could have ever done that without, this was literally almost a two to one assignment. Like there's pretty, there's pretty much the third night she became a two to one, but the first two nights, I mean, she wasn't, but basically there was somebody in my room the entire night helping me with everything because on top of patient care, on top of all these tasks, we're giving blood, we're giving platelets, we're giving plasma for, we're giving albumin, like literally everything to this. It it was a lot. And you can't, you cannot do that by yourself. You have to double scan things. You have to you you need you need help and then when you put charting on, and everything yeah else. and when you put charting on top of that you're like there's no way so that that was a moment where I and I realized I was like I I'm having a hard time asking for help but I know that I need help like I cannot do this by myself I know that I need help like hardcore I had the best nurses around me the whole time that were just like let me, they just offered, let me string your fluids. Let me go do this for you. Let me do this. Like, cause they're around, they know what's going on. I had the best nurses around me and I just like, I was the whole night was so grateful to them because mm-hmm. also I don't think I could have asked for it, but they just did it. Yes. So, that's what I love. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you make friends and they look at you and they're like, girl, I can Girl, see I got, you are I got struggling. This. I got this. Stop. Because I had, we don't often, because I am med surge and we don't have a high acuity most of the time, but sometimes patients get transferred to us yeah. post-op that end up, unfortunately, not doing that well. So I had a patient a couple, I think it was a couple months ago, but I cannot forget it because I was just blown away by my team. But And they're all like my coworkers, but we're also friends and hang out outside and everything like that. But I yeah. remember I had a patient and I just had this feeling and you know, the nursing you have a instinct feeling. You have where a you're feeling. like, he does yeah. not look good. He's yeah. like in so much pain. He just came back from surgery. His like the drains putting out like ooh, red and it's not supposed to be, it's supposed to be bile. And I'm sitting there like, <gasps> so I messaged the doctor. It's like 6 p.m. by the way. And if, you know, if you're day shift or even night shift, Six, six, anytime is awful because you know you're about to get off if you work 12s yeah. and you're sitting yeah. there thinking, For sure. why does this have to happen right now? So long story short, I remember, and I wasn't panicking, at least on the outside, on the inside, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I, I you know, called the doctor, I did the whole thing we're supposed to do called rapid, et cetera. But then I had maybe, and it's 6 p.m. So they all have their own patients they just got. They're all doing last minute vitals, like all these things and meds yeah. and I had maybe five nurses from my floor and there's usually like eight of us, like five come in and they're just staring at me like, what can I do for you right now? You look 
Like, I, I, you look a little scared, look a little bit like my face is red because the doctors were in there asking me questions and I was just like sweating. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, he's the patient's okay, by the way. He's, he's like more, he's stable. He's okay, but they are going to transfer him to a higher floor, higher cutie. But I'm, I just remember I was so blessed because I look at all of them like, I'm looking at you with my eyes and asking you to help me, but I will not say it out loud. Yep. yep and yep. they all looked at me. Like, and they're just like, okay, oh, I see. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. They literally started delegating themselves. And I like, when I went home, I was like, I love you guys so much. Like, yeah. Thank you. That, I, yeah. Oh. That's <laughs> like, like, that's the most amazing thing when you are a nurse is like, you don't want to ask for help because all of us have assignments. All of us have patients. All of us have things to do. Oh, so busy, right? It, we're We're all busy. It's not like, Oh, I'm just sitting here while you're drowning. I mean, right. I mean, sometimes and even that- if you are, don't have the harder run. There's always people that'll like I do that all the time. It's like, let me answer your call lights for you. Let me for sure. Yeah. for you. That's yeah, what you but do. for sure. But like when you when someone takes that initiative and just does it without you asking, I it love is you. That is literally <laughs> like that is my love language, and I yes. just I love you so much. Like I I remember almost I remember so many situations and the specific nurse that just stood up and like did what I needed help with without even asking, and I will, I'll never forget it. And it is such an amazing feeling, and I I hope. I hope all hospitals are like that and everybody just mm-hmm. helps out when they need because nursing help your homies. They, help your <laughs> homies. Say, help your homies. Yes. <laughs> like it's we all it's teamwork. Even if they and, don't ask for you. It's like yeah. seeing your friend cry in the break room or the med room and you just look at them like, okay, what can we do? What can we do? We start with what doctor can I like the other day I was calling a doctor for a friend. I knew nothing about the patient, but she was so busy. She, the patient was angry. Oh my god. And I said, Give me this number, I'll just tell them, Hey, I don't have the patient to get it off my back, but like I don't but this is not okay, you know? Yeah. Little What's things it? like that. Yeah, little things like that. I remember one time, this was when I worked at Seattle Children's. I had a primary with my um, my friend Lauren now. We're like best friends now. We literally, this is how we met. We both were primarying this baby. She was day shift, mm-hmm. I was night shift. And um, so we'd give report to each other. But then I, I transitioned into day shift. So we're both working day shift. And she had him this day and he was about to go to surgery and the parents were there. We all have a relationship with the parents. They're amazing. And I'm just hanging out in the room for a minute and I wanted to hold him. I was like, Oh my gosh, let me hold him before he goes to surgery. Like parents, I had, I just had some free time. And so everyone's in there and I just like, I'm holding him for a little bit. And he had a, he had a PIV in his foot on the inside of his foot. Okay. And then I'm holding him. He (laughs) kicked it out he's literally about to go to surgery in 30 Uh. minutes and he kicked his piv out while i was holding him so my friend lauren she just looked at me and i was like oh no oh no 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 we're gonna get this we're we're getting this iv right now we're getting it i i went i got all the iv stuff i set everything up lauren literally got the iv first try we got the iv immediately but i could see the i could see the anger in her face she was like (laughs) you did not you did not just lose my iv 30 Mm -hmm. minutes before my patient is going to surgery and i was like nope we're gonna fix it right now and we did and she did she got the iv immediately it was beautiful we taped it it honestly a iv in the foot is not great anyway so i was like that's the reason it was such a better IV. Like it's in a nice little arm vein. It's beautiful. It worked out better anyways, but it's like teamwork (laughs) and you need your people to help you. So yes. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Never, never be afraid to ask for help. And that's the thing too. I, 
I know we, we went off topic, but like very a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. But hey, nurses, but hey, nurses. Um, with the with Reiki though, when she started talking about all that stuff, I was like, literally, how do you know these things? And right, like, like how can you read this about? Me? Right, and when you talked about earlier, how it, it does when it comes from someone that essentially knows nothing about you except your name, I was right. just very blown away and it really made me internalize things and go home and think about it and my boyfriend was like how was your session I remember looking at him like I am so great like I feel like I just took a week's vacation oh my gosh I'm feeling so amazing yeah and it was really a good experience so is is Reiki for you something that you think that you would do again oh my god for sure like I for sure would do it again it is just it it was just so relaxing and honestly just to talk to somebody even a stranger which is why people go to therapy mm-hmm. it's wonderful to get these things off of your chest or out that you have on your mind that you maybe don't feel comfortable talking about with your friends or with your family just because you don't want people to know you're struggling but if you're struggling talk about it but it is easier i think to talk to somebody that you don't know Mm-hmm. so the Ricky experience was that it was cool that way because but it's like it's somebody that you've never spoken to before so you why won't you tell them like what's going on in your life and and that's what me and Tara talked about when we were going through it is like I didn't necessarily have much on my mind at that moment in time it right. doesn't like I do have things on my mind other moments of time just that day I felt really good so but you probably compartmentalize things too, because I do all the time. And as nurses, like we always oh, talk for about, sure. we for totally sure. do because for sure you have to show up for your patients, no matter how big or small. <laughs> and, no matter how big or small. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard some days when you don't realize it, but you just feel off and you're wondering why, but you don't know why. And so yeah, that was the same thing. I, I was pretty okay. And then I went to Reiki and especially when we sat down and talked about everything afterwards, I was thinking, wow, this is something that I didn't really know I needed. And it was something new. For sure. And it's definitely something that I would do again. I I actually went a second time. Oh, okay, okay. Like the two, same. I know. Look at me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Reiki queen. Wow. <laughs> You're Reiki queen. You are our Reiki queen, Carly, everybody. I went, <laughs> I went uh, like two weeks after because that's what she suggested. And I just felt so at home, like you said, that I – I wanted to go back and I was still kind of at the same place, but I also I fell asleep again. <laughs> so that's, that's okay. That means you're comfortable. Like, oh that means gosh. you feel good. <laughs> did she ever what is wrong with at her? home? <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I fell asleep and we kind of had the same conversation and it's definitely something that I would go back to again. So I really appreciate this experience. And if you guys haven't tried it, and if you're more like me and more like skeptical about things, but also willing to try, I would go in as Ashley always tells us, go in with the most open mind you can have and don't have any pre connotations or anything like that. Because it really, if you let yourself open up to it, you'll have the best experience. I promise. Which I am so thankful for your perspective. It's like the that's all I ever want in any person is if you are skeptical, just be open-minded. Like if you've never tried it, just try it and you might hate it. You might hate it. And if you hate it, that's totally okay. It's but not the, for you. Do something It's else. not for you. But the fact that you even tried it, even though you were skeptical and didn't want to, that is so, that's just so cool to me <laughs> of you as a person. So it's like, 
I think that's amazing because there are things that aren't for everybody, but if you can just open your mind a little bit, you never, I mean, you literally never know what you are missing out on. So you're so cool, Carly. (laughs) No, but seriously, it, it really was a good experience. And I think it also, it just helps learning from other people and not shutting out other ideas because I know this gets really cheesy, but it is with other things too. It's just like learn from other people and learn the way they live their lives and walk in their shoes. It's just, there's so much out there. And especially with all these relievers, it's, I just, I don't know. It's just like, leave your mind open is all I can tell you guys. For sure. And I think that is the, that's our lesson for the week, everybody. It might be our our lesson. That actually every week is just to leave your mind open and to allow into your life things that you might not necessarily, you know, understand without just being open. So mm-hmm. open your mind, open Reach. your life. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And thank you everybody for tuning into our series this month. And thank you again for everyone that we interviewed for taking the time to be with us. We really appreciate you all. We learned so much about Reiki. Yes, we and did. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> it was awesome. It was amazing. And we will see you next week. Bye guys. Bye everybody. Bye.